Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your humble GM, Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Alex Finn. I have a candle lit next to me. It's a coffee-scented candle, and it's not the candle that I sent in the chat, where we're all just like, oh. <laughs> oh, yes. And they just pretended it was a normal candle. Stace Babcock. The candle shaped like a dildo. I, I feel like I have yeah, to say that. a knobbly dildo. Like, it wasn't just like For a context. regular dildo. It was like, almost like a beaded. It was advanced. <laughs> I'm also burning a candle right now. Sea salt and sandalwood, which means I know Ooh. what a romance hero smells like. Heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might have a candle a little bit, too, just because I'm right next to a litter box. <laughs> and Samson Davis. I don't have a candle burning, but I am drinking Monster Cold Brew. Oh. And it tastes vaguely like coffee. It's kind of that LaCroix thing where it's like, this is a vaguely scented liquid. It's very weird. It's like a coffee farted near yeah, me. Yeah, it's... Very bizarre. How bizarre. Not 100% recommended unless you like novelty drinks. How do they get like that faint fart of a flavor in LaCroix? Someone please tell me. It's the essence. They uh, squeeze out the skin. Oh, I just assume somebody ate a a lemon and then just spit the lemon juice back out (laughs) into the carbonated water. Yeah, they take a picture of the water and then rub the picture with the fruit and then that's it. (laughs) That checks out. Hey, so how you doing, listeners? Higher dice. Are they good? You should get some more. And you should go to Die Hard Dice to get those more dice. And you can use our code EXPLORERSWANTED and get 10% off those dice. You know, get better dice, stronger dice, more powerful dice that roll better numbers. And also tell a friend. They can also use the code and get 10% off. And also supports us. In all seriousness, Die Hard Dice, great company, good people there. And buying their stuff with our code helps support us and also gets you some dice. So... Use our code Explorers Wanted at checkout when you buy dice from them. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Ad reads are hard, all right? No, you're doing just, great. I don't want to do it. It feels, it feels weird. It yeah. feels weird trying to sell you something, and it's just like, uh, die hard dice. Explorers <laughs> yeah, Wanted. you're amazing. I fully support whatever you choose to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, who remembers what happened last time? I'm going to pick on... Alex. What? Is it because I was so zoned out? You're just like, that's a glassy-eyed look if I've ever seen one. You definitely had that look of like, I'm just going to have just a, as flat an expression as possible in his skin. <laughs> that's what I was doing too. <laughs> and it worked. Oh, golly. Last time on Explorers Wanted, I believe this was post-group interrogation. Mm-hmm. And at this point, mm-hmm. is this where like, Oh, God, brain fart. Nix and Merrick were talking, and Merrick was just like, yeah, I should just let Dilly die because it caused all of this, saving Dilly. And we were all like, wow, harsh. Or is that last, nope, last yep. episode? That was how last, last episode ended, and then okay. we picked up from okay. there. And then we had the interrogation where we, like, bumbled through it, and we managed not to trigger the secret side quest where we trigger... Ahani so hard that she goes on a quest to murder Chacha. That's what we did. <laughs> well, we didn't do that. And I, we were very proud of ourselves, like backpats for everybody. Maybe a couple Congratulations on having a normal interaction with figures I of authority. <laughs> and so we were heading back and Merrick was being suspicious and nobody could find Prentice. And so we were, for some reason, stalking Merrick. 
I honestly cannot remember why we were following Merrick. And they were like, I guess we'll look for Apprentice. And then for once, we were just like, oh, yeah, Cha-Cha can see horrors. Maybe we should look for horrors. I've decided I'm going to mm-hmm. just start saying horrors. And the other word is hewers now. It's hewers. <laughs> so it's mm-hmm. horrors and hewers. So that's the distinct difference. Okay. Make sure we get that in the wiki. Yes. Thank you. So anyway, we stumble upon the 100 Horror Night Parade, and we start following it because that's weird. That's suspicious. So we're following it in the woods, and we find Prentice, unfortunately, dead in a tree. And we're just like, ah, fuck. And like, it's like a 50-50 if Arya did it. It could have been somebody else because it's not like we are peacefully going everywhere and have no enemies. But we found a piece of paper in her mouth saying soon. So, yeah, but that doesn't mean much to us who have pissed off so many people. You know what I mean? <laughs> a few episodes ago, we found more bodies hanging by a garage with notes. Why was I like mouth? assuming like half of those bodies were the imps, though? Like, my brain's just like, this is a 50-50. It could be imps or it could be Aria. Like, fuck if I know. Like, this is what my brain was just like, yeah, this makes logical sense. <laughs> That's not my working theory, but I see where you're coming from. I mean, soon the imp queen could ascend and we need bodies to hit the floor. Well, we've seen how the imps work. They tend to just brutalize. Yeah. Wasn't that pretty brutal? In a different way. They're more simple brutal. This was like... Poetic brutal? Yeah, kind of. Mm. Purposeful? Purposeful, maybe, yeah. Statement-inducing? Mm-hmm. Really does make you think. It was more like a moment in a horror movie where you're like, oh man, our friend's gone missing for a little bit, let's go find them, and dun-dun-dun-dun, instead of a, oh man, we just walked up on a field of dead bodies. Dun-dun-dun-dun? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, now that we've distinguished the... <laughs> levels of this situation. Yeah. So, Nyx, you have climbed up this tree. You have retrieved Prentice and brought her down the tree and have just found this note in her mouth that simply reads, soon. Well, hell. I love that. That is like the Nyx, like, response to anything that's just, like, completely (laughs) fucked up. (laughs) I mean, do we go get the... Guardians. We gotta go tell. Yeah, we gotta go tell them. This. Oh yeah. This operator nearby. No. I mean, we could also bury the body and not take the blame. Yeah. So I think that'd be hiding evidence, and that would not work in our favor at all. I'm saying that I'm like ninety percent certain we're gonna get blamed for this. I. Think mm. eh, you saw them. 90% sure this is how it's gonna go. Yeah, I mean, my gut instinct was to uh, go with Dilly and, like, continue this straight, narrow path that we're on. But, like, also, what if we just buried the body? Exactly. That's not gonna work in our favor. We're respecting a dead body. How is this not in our favor? I, Because she's a guardian. Merrick yeah. is looking for her as well. Like, can't hide her. Yeah... No, Dilly, you're right, but, like, this is, like, sad for one. Like, Prentice was kind of cool, I thought. Yeah. She really took the whole, like, jaw thing like a champ. Yeah. Yeah, whole mutation situation. Yeah, we can't bury her without telling the Guardians what happened. This is 
I mean, how do we go? This probably was caused by us, but we didn't do it directly. We tell them that there's a Nixos person nearby. Mm. They might be able to help with finding her and fighting her. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to stop and like, I don't know about you, Chacha, but I don't necessarily want to see like any more guardians die because of our fucking baggage but at the same time it's our fucking baggage i guess we just yeah. let, let's just like let's just go and get should i wait here do you guys want to go and get no cut her down and let's bring her to the wait, safe camp I, I thought we were supposed to not hide evidence and i feel like we've already disturbed the crime scene a lot so maybe we should stop if we're gonna not bury her immediately. No, Dilly's right. I'll, uh, I'll cut her down. Okay. I think you'd actually done that last episode, but oh, that's okay. Dilly's right. That's why I'm glad that we, uh, already cut her down. <laughs> so. so, yeah, Nyx will, uh, I don't know, her cloak, someone's cloak, she'll wrap the body and, uh, carry Princess back. Okay. Cha-Cha, as you guys are carrying Princess back, you notice that this parade of horrors you're watching seems to be following in almost like a funeral procession. Chacha just kind of nods and keeps going like, this seems appropriate. It would seem to make sense to you that maybe these were the the horrors that Prentice maybe interacted with the most often. Mm. Sort of like her version of extended friends and family. Mm. Chacha's just gonna nod like, yeah. So as you arrive, Merrick, who has still been moving around looking for Prentice the first to notice you approaching, and he runs over to you guys because he doesn't know what you've got because the body is wrapped in a cloak, but it looks suggestive. And uh, he comes running up. What, what's going on? What happened? We found Prentice uh, dead. You found? And he reaches over and he kind of pulls back the cloak a little bit to see her ravaged face and this gaping cut in her neck. And he says, what, what happened? And he looks directly at Dilly. <sighs> There's a Nixos operator nearby. Do you know Aria? Aria. Aria is here. Somewhere nearby, yeah. Okay. I'm assuming this is new information. Otherwise, I would have heard from you by now about this. Or somebody would have. Oh, yeah. Uh, We definitely did not think that we were followed here. All right. All right. Um, That woman is... She's a status. She's a monster. Um, Yeah. Okay. He points to one of the, like, small cabins and says, Take... Prentice there. I'll let the proctors know. We'll have to figure out what we're going to do. And then he turns and he sprints over to the, you know, small hut that your understanding is that Mama J is within. Yep. Nyx will cover Prentice's face again and carry her body over to the small hut. Dilly, uh, will you uh, get the door? Yeah, Dilly helps. So you open the door. It's an empty cabin, but there is a cot set up where you could Lay the body. Uh, Nyx does so. Mm-hmm. And not sure if she should stay with the body or not. She awkwardly stands there. Mm-hmm. So only about a moment passes before the three proctors come in, sweeping in. They've clearly rushed over. And you notice that Corex is the first person down at Prentice's side. And he looks up, just his eyes like red rimmed. And he's like, um, what happened again? So, uh, we saw Merrick looking kind of weird and, like, suspicious wandering around to the encampment, and so we were like, 
well, we should see what this is about. And so we overheard that Prentice was missing. And so we decided to help look. And we went out to look and Cha-Cha saw uh, horrors heading somewhere. And we followed them and we found Prentice uh, hanging from a tree with this note in her mouth. Correct. Just breathes deeply. And all right. Um, so if I'm understanding right. There's a Nixos agent somewhere around here. That is uh, our assumption because uh, like... We encountered Arya. Where was that, Dilly? What was the name of that town? Yeah, we encountered her in Karis and then saw her handiwork at the Proving Grounds. And then I think we thought we lost her from there. Clearly not. She definitely, like, has a grudge, I think, against me, like, personally, because I killed a member of the Nexos who uh, she was engaged to back way, I don't know, it was like several years ago now, I feel like, or unless... It's only been a few months, in which case, wow. Yeah, it's only been like three or four months this whole campaign, so. <laughs> it's been a rough. Mm-hmm. So, Cha-Cha, I would say you noticed that as Nix is explaining, it was a fiancé, stuff like that, you spot Ahani, like, rolling her eyes so heavily, like, at Eltheus. And you could see, like, the expression is clearly like, this is what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And... Corex looks up and says, all right, um, we need to have a discussion about whether we continue here and just double down on security or if we need to relocate these proceedings. And Eltheus says, the auditor will be here tomorrow. And I don't know if just leaving them a message here is a good idea. I mean, can you actually secure this location? We're kind of in the middle of the woods. I mean... I think that, like, honestly, we should just set some, you know, common sense security procedures, like, such as watches and, like, the buddy system, you know, no one goes anywhere alone, uh, whatever, until the auditor gets here, right? Because, like, we wouldn't want the auditor to get killed. Imagine, (laughs) just imagine trying to explain the death of an auditor to, like, another auditor. Like, can't be me. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Corex looks at you. Like, you could feel like he was along with you for the whole security thing. And then you started talking about the death of an auditor and like going on about that. And you can see his eyes kind of get (laughs) distant. And he's like, yeah, could defy belief. Um, All right, let's, let's for now, we'll continue here. We'll set those guidelines. Merrick, please make sure anybody else knows we're doing buddy system. We're going to need to figure out watches. Nick, Dilly, I'm assuming that you can help contribute to that. Next, your skill set is extremely useful for that. And Dilly, I believe my understanding is you have an enhancement that would make you particularly effective for Nightwatch. Yep, I can do that. All right. We also have to arrange funeral rites, but we don't have time to do that just yet. We'll figure it out. They turn to each other and say, Proctors, we'll continue our private meeting. Next, Dilly, we'll call you in once we've established, you know, our timeline. You're free to do whatever. In the meantime, Merrick, you coordinate the security, and Corex looks back down at Prentice and says, we'll, we'll arrange for some sort of proper burial after the auditor arrives. And as they start heading out, they turn to Merrick and they say, Merrick, can you take care of the necessary? And he nods and kind of waves everybody out. And as you guys are stepping out, before the door closes, you notice Merrick pulling out a knife from his 
belt. Nyx scoffs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why is Nyx scoffing? Because he needs a weapon. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe that's not what oh, he needs it for. Oh, no. <laughs> he pulls out a stake, starts cutting into it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Prentice was a vampire, by the way. I don't know if you guys knew that, so we just need to Boop. keep her down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys kept harassing me about sexy vampires for so long, and you didn't realize they were all over. <laughs> you weren't aware of all the sexy vampires the whole time? Well, it's because Chacha mutated her, and then that just kind of threw us mm-hmm. through a loop. So... You guys are outside of this cabin. You see the Proctors going into their own meeting room and shutting the door and going in conversation. What would you guys like to do? It's the afternoon. Well, Nyx will consult with Merrick, so she'll go find him, I guess, if you want to play this out. If not, she just wants to consult with like the watch schedule and all of that. And should they be patrolling during the day when they're not in meetings and so on? Because if Merrick gives out instructions, that's what Nyx will do. Okay, Merrick comes out of that small cabin just a moment later, and you notice that one of his hands has bloodstains on it, but he's wiping at it with a towel, and he comes out, and he looks at you and says, Okay, I want to have you guys on night watches. I'll arrange somebody to watch the area right now, and I'll have somebody cover the south, and I'll cover the north, because honestly, and you can see him grit his teeth, I would love to see somebody try to make a move right now. I respect that, yeah. It's just the beginnings of an idea, but we may be able to pull her out of whatever hiding place she's in. How do you mean? Well, so she's after Nyx, so if we could somehow, like... I, like, I'm assuming she's, like, watching us and, like, keeping up with whatever information we have, so if we could somehow, like, make her think that we're going to try to smuggle Nyx out, she's going to try to follow Nyx, and then maybe we could, like, mm. trap her that way. Use Nyx's bait, you mean? Basically, yeah. I mean, that's fine. Like, I was trying to use myself as bait and draw her out. So, like, it didn't work out. But, I mean, at the Proving Ground, not here. Hmm. Not here. Well, we wouldn't be trying to get her to attack you. We'd be trying to get her to follow you. Because I think she's going to try to, like, basically torture you in a way for, like, a long time. Like, kill everyone besides you all around, like, wherever you go. So, we get her to follow you. And then, in that way, we trap her somehow. Again, it's just the beginnings of an idea, but it's... Merrick says, that sounds like something she would try to do, yeah. She's got a nasty reputation. Yeah. Aces and deuces were the... I wouldn't say that they were the carrot to Minus's stick, but if they were the stick, Arya was the knife. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, I'll be bait. Like, sounds exciting. I would also like to kick her ass, just like... We just need to figure out how she's getting information, if she is getting information, or if she's just watching. Hard to say. I wouldn't say Arya is known for her research. Okay, then. Everything I've heard about her is that she's impulsive and prone to big displays, which is what makes her so effective as a deterrent. But she doesn't have a reputation for direct assault. I mean... I, I like your plan, Dilly. I like the idea of drawing her out this way. I'm just concerned that if we're not moving the proceedings, we shouldn't be having one of you leave until we wrap them up. And I'm worried about if Arya tries something else before that's done. Right. But maybe we could try to... I mean, if we're doing watches and we make it clear that you guys are doing watches, maybe we could do something 
to try to catch her during Nix's watch. I don't know. Right, right. Probably, like, would want to do something. So if Arya is trying to kill everyone around me or whatever before it's my turn, then wouldn't Dilly be the target on watch? That's a fair point. Maybe. Dilly is effective bait. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of that aspect of me. Could you disguise me as Dilly and then we could sneak attack? Ooh. Maybe. Just like cut the sleeves off my romper. I'm pretty angry already, so it's going to be pretty effective. What? You lost me. I'm currently working under the theory that any skin contact will be effective for mutation. Oh. So as long as I stay angry and we just... But like... It'll be fun. You, I don't know about, like, mutations as a weapon, Cha-Cha, because what if you improve Arya? What if, like, she can self-heal? Then you trap her under a rock, and then the problem is solved. Okay, but it's the trapping her that we don't know how to do yet, so... You get a big rock, push it on her legs. Bam. Trapped. (laughs) I mean, I'd be down to build a trap, like a pit, or like... Ooh... We could use her if she can self-heal to advance medical technology. I'm just saying. What if we did just, like, place a few traps, though? Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't hurt. And, like, I'm pretty sure the horrors are going to help because they are not happy with this situation either. Wait, could they help? I don't see why not. Chacha looks to the morning party. I'm like, eh? Could you ask them to look for Arya for us? Are the horrors indicating one way or another. They're kind of looking at you sort of with a confused expression. Not in a negative way, but just like as in they're trying to get clarity on what's going on. They're not in the habit of listening to people. Like, there are some horrors that are different and things like that, but the majority of the horrors you know, with the exception of people like you, Cha-Cha, who you thought you were really the only one for a long time, Mm. they don't spend a lot of time interacting. So a lot of like the Nixes and the Dillies and the Merricks of the world is just sort of like background noise to them most of the time. Fair. So Chacha is going to just turn fully to them be like, I am acknowledging you right now. And she's going to go, so the plan is we're going to track down the person who did this to Prentice and we will make them suffer as vengeance. And then they look at you, kind of pause, and then this sort of resonant voice that does not mesh up with their movements kind of echoes around you and says, which person? Oh, there were more than one? Many people here. Oh, so do you know how Prentice got in the tree? No, we felt her death song. Oh, okay. So you're going to help us find the person. Which person? Hey, Dilly, can you like get them a picture of Arya? Uh, yeah. Dilly manifests a image of Arya. And then, like, Chacha. One of the horse reaches out and just kind of, like, swipes their hand through it. Like, sort of confused by it for a moment. But then seems to see, you see, sort of understanding light up in their six eyes. This is the person we must destroy. Cannot touch. Ah, this is picture. We'll find someone you can touch. They look like this. So, this horror looks at you and says... We will find? Yes, we will find. They frown, and then there is a moment where there's this echoey static all around you, and 
Chacha, you hear the static clearly. Nobody else hears it. Although, Dila, you get like this weird glitch off and on in Astrovision. Mm-hmm. Like he's not overlaying anything right now, but it's just like every once in a while, like as if there was an overlay waiting and it just kind of glitches a little bit. And Nix, you feel like a weird vibration in the back of your teeth. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, that's all you really detect. And then the horrors look at you, Cha-Cha. They look down at your phantom arm and they point at your wrist and they say, we will do this, but you should take care of that. It is bad. And they turn and start walking away. And the static stops. Oh, oh, okay. We have a plan. We have a plan? Um, The horrors are going to go hunt down Arya and I need to take care of this. And she raises up her like, all right, we have a plan. It's like, okay, I think that works. I need to talk to people about the day watches and get started in the meantime while we wait. You guys try to stay within the settlement's orders right now. I don't know how long or little time the proctors will need. Yeah, yeah. So Merrick runs off. All right, um, I'm going to go take a nap because I get the sense I'm going to be up for a while. Yeah, tonight. same. Yeah. I guess I'll look at my arm. Healing check on the arm. Yeah, give me a perception roll of... Can I use healing? No, this is not... You can't get to that yet, quite yet. Boo. Um, so since you can see beyond, I'm going to make this a 18 for you. Okay, I'm going to definitely use effort. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be intelligence? Yep. Yeah, math. So that brings it down to a... How many levels? I'm going to use two. Okay, so that's a 12. I got a 13. Okay. So you can't quite see what they're talking about, but you can detect something there in that sort of other space where the horrors are. Once again, you can't perceive it, but it's almost like when you're trying to look at it, you almost see like a flicker along the edges of something. And as you're trying to look at it closely, you suddenly feel this weird tug, like almost like pulling that wrist towards the ground. And then it stops. This is where Alex is just like, I, mm, my brain not work like that. I, Chacha Instinct says she's going to squat near the ground and lower her wrist. Like the wrist that was trying to get to the ground, she's lowering it to the ground. Like, yes. Okay. You press it to the ground and it sort of like passes through the ground a little bit. You still can't see anything there, but you do feel one more weird tug. Just a tiny one, like a fish nibbling a line. Oh, she's going to go find Nyx. I kind of shake her awake, like, Nyx, Nyx, Nyx. Nyx awakens. So they really haven't had a chance to hardly sleep at all because it's only been 10 minutes. But I imagine Nyx is the kind of person who could, like, fall asleep anywhere. Mm, Same. What's up, Chacha? Um, I think my wrist is a tracking device now. Oh, for, like, you or? Yeah. Who's, like, on the other uh, other end? I mean, I, I could give you three guesses. I would think, like, Buddy Cop, probably, right? Yeah. Oh, you think that you can track Buddy Cop? No, I think it works the other way. Oh, well, I yeah. just sort of, like, I feel like I just sort of assumed that, Cha-Cha. Yeah, but, like... Confirmed? You know when you go fishing and you they start nibbling on the line? Oh, you think that uh, Buddy Cop's trying to find you? Well, I felt something nibbling, and I didn't think I was fishing. (laughs) Mm. 
Yeah, I really wish Princess was here to ask. I really wish they hadn't banished my console. Because that would have been a good ask. Well, clearly, like, hmm. What if we just, like, cut off that arm, like, right above where it's starting to fade out? But, like, how? With a saw or axe? Chacha's gonna, like, shove her hand through the floor and be like, how? No, like, just above where, you know, where it's still flesh. Chacha, you feel another little nibble. And then Chacha's like, and then shows, like, how it's, like, at, like, her shoulder, like, how? Oh, wow, that is, like, way farther along than I thought. Yeah, no, there's not a lot. At this point, I would like to offer Chacha an XP. Yeah, I'm gonna take it. Who will you give the other XP to? Give it to Nyx. Thank you. Okay. Cha-Cha, where your fingers are sort of dangling through the floor, mm. that nibble all of a sudden seems to become a firm grip on those fingers, and you are yanked bodily down to the floor until it meets your flesh part of your shoulder and slams you into it, and you'll take four might damage, and you can still feel something pulling you down. But you've met the resistance of the physical floor. I, I got a bite. Uh, holy shit. Uh, <laughs> Nyx will grab Chacha around the waist and try to pull her back up. Okay. Give me a might roll of 24. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, is there any way Chacha can help this? Sure. I mean, how would you like to try to help? I mean, you could use your other arm to press against the floor to try to pull yourself up. Yes. Yes, we're doing that. Okay, so that makes it a 21. For some reason, I was like, Chacha wraps her legs around Nick's. I don't know. And then I realized I had two arms. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'll use four additional levels of my effort. Oh, shit. Are all our cots in the same room? Do they put us, like, basically in, like, a hotel? No, you're in the same place. Dilly will get up, just like, what do you guys do? Uh-oh, uh, Dilly will help, basically. Okay, so with Nix's four levels of efforts, that brings us down to a six with Dilly's help as well. Nineteen. Okay, you're definitely going to be able to pull Cha-Cha free. What would you like for minor effect? Yay! I think that I would like for some, somehow, some way, this to have loosened almost a little the bracelet itself and... Maybe like a, just like a help identify, or I don't know, Daniel, I don't know what a good effect, I don't know what would happen if the bracelet was loosened a little bit, so I don't really know what to suggest. Yeah, I think it would be a major effect to make the bracelet something that could be slipped off, so it can't be like that much looser, but maybe something to make it apparent. Ooh. So as you're pulling, like, Chacha, you feel this like tug again, and it's pulling back. It hurts a lot, like pulling yourself free of this with your friend's help, and when your hand comes up off the ground and the tug feeling goes away, you notice that as this thing was rubbing against your wrist, it has lacerated your skin there. And this bracelet is suddenly kind of somewhat visible because it's coated in a thick purplish blood. And everybody can see, they can't see the bracelet itself, but you can see the blood covering it all the way around. Uh, Was that buddy cop pulling at you? It wasn't your mom. Cha-cha. Dilly's just like, Dilly's trying to help, Cha-cha. <laughs> Seems like you're upset, so I'll just take a step back from this. <laughs> so, like, this is what it looks like, huh? And Nyx will lean down to take a closer look. Yeah, you can see it looks like either the blood is too thick, which seems unlikely to you, 
or it's just that the bracelet itself is like completely smooth like you're not seeing any indications of like decorations from what you can see it appears to be you know a perfect circle around cha-cha's wrist in particular like the lacerations around her wrist look pretty rough although from what you can tell i mean and cha-cha you're not necessarily it hurt while it was happening but you're not feeling a lot of pain right now although i would say next you would notice that it looks pretty bad and you know you would expect somebody to be in a lot of pain but it doesn't necessarily i wouldn't think that cha-cha would be expressing a lot of pain at this point she's not feeling it cha-cha just looks confused should we uh, stop this leading? I feel like, yeah, so Nix will like pull out a cloth and try to like wrap it around <laughs> what she can see of the bracelet. <laughs> and it just like falls yeah. through. It just passes straight through. Yeah. yeah. Shit. Maybe you should do that, Chacha. <laughs> Chacha, you can see some of this blood dripping from your hand. Like nobody else can see the blood drip. Anything that like leaves your hand, like they can't see anymore, but you can see it dripping on the ground, and you can make me a perception roll of 15. Okay. I got 19. Okay. So you're definitely going to be able to perceive something. I'm going to tell you what you definitely perceive, and you can tell me what you would like for a minor effect. So what you definitely perceive is there is some shadow underneath Nyx's cot and a tiny forked tongue that is sticking out every once in a while to lick at the blood on the ground that's dripping from your hand. <laughs> what would you like for a minor effect? I'm sorry, my brain's just like, can Chacha taste the blood? Will Chacha taste the blood? Mm-hmm. Sorry, that's where my <laughs> brain is just like stuck. Like, I want to taste the blood. I feel like that's valid. I feel like we've been on a real <laughs> blood tasting spree lately. Yeah. In your mouth? yeah. Yeah, doing a tasting menu, if you will. Yeah. What if we're the sexy vampires? <laughs> <laughs> we were the sexy vampires all along. <laughs> Daniel, genius. Emma. You're just going to ignore the probably imp under the bed? Well, that's like for later us. Oh, got it. Right now I need to figure out if I'm... Ah, uh, but I need a minor effect. And I feel like blood mm-hmm. is... <laughs> tasting blood is a waste of a minor effect. Mm-hmm. It's also something you could choose to do however you take a minor effect. Exactly. Like maybe... You learned something from what you saw. Oh, yes. Do we want to, like, learn something about, like, this bracelet? Yeah. yeah? Okay, let's learn something about this bracelet. Daniel, for minor effect, can we have a little clue about the bracelet? You see the bracelet, and it doesn't make it less visible right away. It doesn't seem to care about the blood that is on it. But some of these rivulets of blood, as they kind of come down Cha-Cha's wrist, as they hit the bracelet... You don't see anything happening, but the rivulets suddenly stop, but they don't well up. It's almost like the bracelet is enjoying drinking some of this. There, how's that for a clue? (laughs) This now really pushes Chacha to taste the blood. That's fair. Okay. Are you going to try to lick the blood on the ground or off your wrist? Off her wrist? Because that's dirty blood on the ground. Like, don't lick things off the ground. And, like, I feel like this is one of those moments where, like, I'm justified in asking of, is this a dirt floor? No, it's a wooden floor. But it's still, I don't know the last time they vacuums swept or mopped. Yeah, Cha-Cha wasn't raised by wolves. The horrors had more propriety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She knows not to eat floor food. (laughs) Yeah, floor blood. Yeah, so you taste it. You've been through a lot. 
in your past and you've tasted your own blood plenty of times <laughs> in your mouth just from getting you know beaten essentially mm. this doesn't taste the same there's something about it that it tastes more like carbon and it's a little thicker than you remember blood tasting i think i have heavy metal poisoning you think that's why your arm's disappearing cha-cha well my blood doesn't taste like my blood and this is definitely one of those times where Chacha's like purple smoke is going full on from her eyes. It's not always, but it's definitely happening right now. What does it taste like? It, it, can't t- it has like a little bit of like a thickness to it with a little bit of like carbon. And I just assume this is what heavy metal poisoning tastes like. Well, carbon isn't a heavy metal, so I don't think so. Although then again, I've never seen a person slowly turn into a ghost, so... I... Yeah. That little tongue keeps sticking out, lapping blood off the ground. Are, are you just going to, like, stand there like a, kind of like a pervert licking my blood off the dirty ground? Dilly follows Chacha's eyeline and looks at the bottom of the bed. None of the rest of you guys see anything, but Chacha, you see an imp's face stick out from below. Once again, it, it's got that forked tongue, black pointy teeth, and a face that's like a distorted humanoid face like from Monk's the screen and it just kind of stares at you and lets out a not aggressive but like a small like almost conversational hiss <laughs> I think it's fair for me to call you out for licking blood off the dirty ground it kind of stares at you with those glittering black eyes for a second it kind of tilts its head and then it sort of looks over to where Nix's legs are, standing like right, pretty much like right next to where its head came out. And even though it doesn't actually make contact with Nix, it sort of like almost tries to do like like a cat head rub against the what? side of her legs. Oh. So you're just here for Nix, not the dirty blood on the ground. And it's this point I will offer Nix an XP. Hell yeah, let the XP fucking flow, baby. Woo! <laughs> will you give the other XP too? Samson, it's your lucky day. Yay! So, Cha-Cha, you see the imp start sort of, like, convulsing up its serpentine body, and then you see this black vomit spill out from its mouth and a pile of gross something. The rest of you guys don't see the vomit, but you can clearly see, seemingly out of nowhere two moist items drop on the ground. (laughs) And they are immediately recognizable. One of them is absolutely that snake necklace that they gifted Nyx that long ago that was taken away from her. (gasps) And the other is a wrist-mounted artifact that allows you to zoom in (gasps) on a far distance. After the imp vomits that stuff on the ground, it slowly starts backing up and fading away. I was going to offer you good blood, but okay, bye. Joshua, what the fuck just happened? One of, like, Nix's people came by, decided I'm going to eat dirty floor blood and vomited because that's what happens when you eat dirty floor blood. I don't know, like, Chacha, if there's so much my people as they are, like, my fans. Because, like, I, I don't really, like, know them or see them or interact with them beyond, you know... The violence that follows us everywhere. I mean, they just gave you back some stuff. I know. It's sweet. Nick straps on the artifact without only with only sort of like wiping it off on her pants. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
It definitely makes like a weird, like moist sound when you're strapping it in. The leather's clearly been very saturated with whatever it is. Can you like, yo, Cha-Cha, if they come back, can you ask where, uh, where they got this? Cause like this was gone along with my glove. You remember that glove? Oh yeah. That was a good glove. Oh yeah. The one that like, well, something crazy happened about this glove. And those, those weird creatures, Cha-Cha, you remember them. They were like going after that village for this glove or for you. I don't, it's so hard to remember. It was a long time ago. <laughs> Dilly's like, it was three weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's been like two days, guys. Dilly would definitely say that. I don't remember a glove, though. I don't remember that one. Oh, the electric glove. Oh, yeah. I don't remember this glove. So you put on the artifact. And the necklace. She'll put it back on. Mm-hmm. She'll wipe that one off a little bit better. Hubert makes sort of like a curious coup at it. Hubert the second is so cute, guys, but like... Are you a little worried that he's going to eat us all in our sleep? Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Okay. Like that has been my assumption since day one. I wasn't worried about it until now. Is that what you guys think? <laughs> you weren't thinking that? Well, I was thinking that like Hubert is stealing my life energy to uh, evolve, maybe. Right. Right. But also potentially like that. there's a plate life energy situation. So it's unclear, but like... I was thinking maybe I should uh, sleep separately from Hubert II for a while. Right. And then um, Korak said that he, he would uh, be able to help after the interrogations. Probably means that Arya will get him next, honestly, Dilly, because... Yeah. Hey, positive thoughts. We're going to get Arya. Okay, he will be maimed by Arya. That is positive, right? I think it's still overall a net negative, Chacha. I mean, he lives. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's, I think, a net positive. Yeah. But also, everyone knows that Arya is nearby. Maybe that's how uh, she got Prentice. Surprise, you know. Sure. All right, well, I'm going to try to nap more before they <laughs> come and get us. Wake me up, Cha-Cha, if Buddy Cap tries to pull you again. Yeah. I'm just going to wait in here with you guys. Yeah. Wake her up before you go, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So, everybody's taking a nap. Oh, except this next... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Didn't remember the first time, but she remembers the second time to uh, sadly separate herself from Hubert the second. How are you going to go about doing that? Uh, she just like makes a little nest with her backpack as a base, you know, and, like some extra clothes, and then sets Hubert the second on that nest and lays down in her bed. It makes a very worried little trill. <laughs> Looks at you with those big, black, moist eyes starts trying to slowly hop its way towards stay, you. Stay there, buddy. Like, I'm just trying to see if you know you're stealing my... I gotta know if you're stealing my life energy. Okay, so like we just... One one night, right, or afternoon, we'll just sleep separately, you know, and if I still lose energy, you're probably cool. Right? And if I don't... There are little tears forming on the side of its <sighs> eyes and dripping into its fur. You monster. Listen, I am going to stay <laughs> strong on this. Like, it's it's okay. All right? It's one night. Here, let me just wrap you a little tighter. Like, see? This smells like me. Yeah. It smells like me. So, for this, you will need to make an intellect roll yeah. of 18. Oh, if shit. it was my cat, I would already be like, oh, whatever you want. Oh, you just, <laughs> you're not eating your dinner, but you want treats? Okay. 18. Intellect. Ugh. Gross. <laughs> Uh, is it a social interaction? No. Okay. What about three levels of intellect, effort? That's nine. Four. You can feel your will breaking. 
All right. Hubert looks really distressed. You can sleep by my feet. You bring it up, and it kind of hops on top of your ankles and sort of snuggles in between your feet. Nix allows it, obviously. Mm-hmm. From his cot, you see your dilly go, weak! Cha-cha, <laughs> <laughs> it takes a while. So just so you know, like, roughly how much time you have, it's probably going to take about six hours before the proctors come for these guys. Damn. So is there something you want to be doing during those six hours, or do you want to nap too? I guess, like, healing check on this arm. Okay. Now it's actually injured, Daniel. Come on. Yeah, so... Now you can do a healing check. So it's going to be a healing check of 12. Okay, and I'm skilled in it. Mm-hmm. 18. Okay, obviously the biggest problem is that nothing physical seems to interact with mm-hmm. it. So the thing that you're concerned about is you can't really bandage it. You do think to a certain degree it'll heal on its own a bit. There doesn't seem to be any additional damage being done, at least right now. And on the plus side, you get the impression that since it's sort of phased out of this reality, you don't have to really worry about infection because you're not aware of anything that could really get in there and cause a problem. Yeah, space germs. Yeah. Although the downside is that you'll probably have a little bit of scarring there. With that roll, could I figure out if I could force it off somehow, like the bracelet? If you could somehow like break some bones in your hand you could probably get your hand thin enough to try to slide it off but i will say with your experience in numenera you suspect it's probably something more than just where it physically is it's you're not sure if it would like even if it could slide off is it that easy to remove Mm. this is fair cha-cha i guess i'll take a nap i mean there's nothing much else she can do like can't remove the bracelet can't stop the bleeding okay nix please make an 18 might defense roll I use my two free levels of effort. <laughs> okay, so that makes it a 12. 18. Okay, cool. You feel this strange tug inside of you that feels just weird, like something tugging at something deep inside your chest, but it only disturbs you in your sleep a little bit, and then you roll over and it's gone. And when somebody comes into the cabin after these hours have passed, next you wake up and you are only two might points down. Okay. Now, you guys did get some rest, so you guys are free to take up through one-hour recovery rolls if you want. Mm -hmm. I will. I'm only taking the one-action recovery roll. Okay. So, Elthius says, Nix and Dilly, we're ready for you now to have the more broad conversation without your contractor. All right. Let's Let's get it going. So, Elthius starts leading you in that direction, and, uh, Nix, as you're walking by... And it's it's getting close to it's getting dark now. Obviously, it's it's evening, but you see a light on in the cabin that Mama J is in, and you think you can see her silhouette watching you as you pass over to the cabin on the far side where the proctors are. And Nick, can you imagine for a moment you see a hand lift up, almost in greeting, and then the door to the proctor's cabin opens, and you step inside. And that's when we'll end this episode. Damn. So, what am I going to pick on? I think Alex, something about this episode. I like how we were using our brains and thinking. (laughs) (laughs) Like, we spent a lot of this episode kind of theorizing, okay, so we know we have a problem. What are X, Y, Z ways to solve it? Rather than, I guess we go smash? Mm Mm-hmm. 
And that's always like refreshing to be like, oh, hey, maybe we should use our brains and think it through. But like Mm -hmm. me deep down was just like, loot the body, smash, loot the body, smash. That's it. (laughs) Yeah. Very cool. Well, we have a segment that we do each week called Player Intrusions. That's where we offer you, the listener, an XP to check out something that we think you would absolutely dig. This week, it is Samson's turn. Samson, what would you offer our listeners an XP to check out? Hello, listeners. I would like to offer you an XP to check out an anime called The Ranking of Kings. Mm. I've learned my mistake from Promised Neverland Season 2. I have watched most of it this time. And it's good. Mm. Imagine, if you will, if Studio Ghibli made Game of Thrones. Mm. Visually, this is a very kind of cutesy-looking anime. But in terms of like what it's actually covering, it gets like really dark. What it is about is this prince who is deaf and mute, and he is like the son of like one of the most powerful kings in the world. That king dies. He's the heir, so he's like supposed to be the next king. But then he gets ousted, and then shit just goes wild from there. He has not looked well upon because everyone just sees like this child basically who can't really do anything who's a fool i guess in like the classical sense very naive and wholesome and all that and no one thinks Mm -hmm. he can do it and over the course of this anime he proves it wrong it's one of those shows that you don't really know what's going to happen next at the end of an episode i really highly recommend this Mm -hmm. there's a lot of cool world building this is a good one and as far as i know it's only one season so if you don't want to like commit yourself too much this is only like a nice like 25 episode or 22 episode i think little series yeah, it's really good. I can't really go into the details too much, just spoilers for reasons. Mm. But I'll at least say, like, give it the third episode, because the first two episodes are just, like, establishing the world and the main characters, so it's mm-hmm. not a whole lot there. But by the third episode, you'll know if you're committed to this or not. Yeah, I feel like it's a good rule of thumb for most shows, and especially anime. I feel like most anime takes three episodes to get going. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I will say one thing. When you said Studio Ghibli and Game of Thrones, I was like, so wait, we're going to kill people, but it's about the environment? Maybe I need to re- rewatch Game of Thrones. I don't remember. Well, that the- was where the killing people was from, and Studio Ghibli is the environment. Oh, right. Yeah. I would actually, I feel like there was mm-hmm. an anime about that. Princess Mononoke is a little bit like that. Nausicaa, Valley of the Wind, absolutely. That is Studio Ghibli, though. Uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, I only meant a Studio Ghibli in terms of like visuals. Like this looks uh, like it's going to be some like wholesome slice of life thing. And then like you could recommend it to children. And then we're like, no, it honestly. Yeah. Like this looks like it's made for 10 year olds. And then shit gets dark. Demons start appearing. Someone loses an arm. See blood. Fair. OK. Huh, yeah. Cool. Child endangerment. It's got it all. <laughs> <laughs> well, if people wanted to tell us what they think about the ranking of kings or the podcast how would they do that samson well we have a website where you can find all our socials that website is explorerswanted.fm and our socials are as follows twitter we are at explorers wanted instagram and facebook we are at explorers wanted podcasts i don't know if discord is technically a social it kind of is you can talk to us mostly directly at explorerswanted.fm slash discord we have a great little discord community it's good talk about plants and video games and movies and all that if you would like to support us financially we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash explorerswanted. Get some cool stuff there. Or uh, use our dice affiliate code explorerswanted at dieharddice and get some cool dice there. So do that mm-hmm. if you can't. Yeah. Otherwise, just take care of yourself first, yeah. obviously. Yeah. 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 If you can't financially support us, like we totally understand. 
honestly, the best thing that you could do for us is to tell a friend, tell them why you like the show and why they should listen to it. Second best thing is to leave us a five-star rating and review on a podcast directory. That really helps when people are just sort of looking for something new to listen to. Um, it really helps them take a chance on us, especially since, you know, we, like every podcast, have some iffy audio stuff at the beginning. And so those reviews really help people get over that hump. If you didn't like the podcast, or if you just thought it was meh, well, the bridge is unsafe, and the things beneath it even more so. And as to the voices calling to you, each distinct and familiar, I urge you to ignore them, because they are the most dangerous of all, and you cross at your peril. If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Twitter at Anderlich, A-N-D-R-L-I-K. You find me on Twitter at Stace Windu. I'm probably at Slam Potato. Get a listen to Mothman. I'm Tea with Unicorn on Twitch and Real Tea Unicorn on Twitter. I mean, Mothman told you about the bridge and you still went around <laughs> the unsafe bridge. So that's it for us. Hope you enjoyed the show. We will be back next week as we will for every week for the foreseeable future. Have a good night, day, weekend, or whenever you're listening to this. And bye! bye.